0: You settle it up for me. (laughs) Are you the Canticle Bay kids? Jesus Christ! (laughs) Hi, I'm Christine.
1: I play Care. He's a dwarven barbarian, and uh, he's very gruff, quiet. Doesn't like magic, but it's—it's not. Nothing really happened to him. Oh no, not to
0: him directly, anyway. Because bad experiences. Hey, I'm Janet. I play Magria. Uh, You can call me Meg as well. I'm a Tiefling Druid. Um, I had a tumultuous uh, later childhood where my entire family was killed, and I have a very, very unhealthy fear of cabbage. Okay, I'm
2: Cynthia. I play Alexandrite, goes by Xandra. She is an Asmar
0: sorcerer, divine soul. (laughs) She wants a pet. Uh, my name is Erin. I play Elizabeth Rosengard, a human rogue. She has a
3: battle ostrich because <laughs> she's terrified of horses. But we're not drinking our regular A this week, which is exciting for us. Where'd the bottle go? If you watch the show Lock and Key on Netflix, if you have been admiring the scenery of the show, you need to come to Nova Scotia obviously visit us and go to lunenburg <laughs> and while you're there swing by the lunenburg con- county winery and pick up some of their wine we're trying their mont blair bla, bla-, 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 bla- <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> Retake. i'm sorry what now i'm pretty sure it's an elf name <laughs> um mont mont ballard I don't know, it's a pear wine, basically. And we got it because we're also enjoying cookies and chocolate today. And the lady at the liquor store told me that this would pair lovely with desserts, so. Yeah, they have several wines that are really good. Yeah, we also have the peach upstairs as well. So, yeah, it is tasty. It is a like It has a little bit of sharpness to it, but it's mm. still, it's really very good. We're going to pick up the game at the point where you guys came back from your uh, last ad- um, adventure, your last trial, I guess, back in the field, your first time since the uh, happenings of Canticle Bay. Xandra brought back the Lamia head, and she gave it to Smegbrum to try to get it mounted, and Smegbrum was kind of horrified about that. <laughs> <laughs> Weird little creatures. Darjan came and spoke directly to you guys for the very first time and that's pretty much where we're going to pick up. Sure. Is right there at that moment. So you guys have just come back through the portal and you have handed off the Lamia head to Smegbrum, and he's like okay I guess I can try to make cheese squirt out the nostrils or something I don't know. More than likely we'll just be like a (laughs) bottle opener from the teeth (laughs) something along those lines I think is what he was thinking about the last time that you were talking to him and uh, Darjan came over and said ah I see you're back I'm happy to see you returned. As she says that, you see the dragonborn that you have seen multiple times at this point, um, always kind of following in her wake. Like he's always behind her just a little bit. He's always very attentive to what she's doing and where she's going and who she's talking to. It's the black dragonborn with the bronze tattoos not long after that Socrates comes and, and kind of soars out of nowhere and comes down and kind of perches on the dragonborn's shoulder because he has almost like a a piece of his armor that sticks up a little higher like a little perch mm-hmm. so he he lands there out of nowhere Darshan's trying to have a conversation with you but out of nowhere uh, the giant form of Smegbrum comes crashing through the room again and he goes ah little birdie little birdie little birdie <laughs> Socrates um, lets out a squawk It's like oh Oh, man, I thought I lost you. <laughs> oh, man. So finally, Smegbrom catches up to Socrates. And Socrates, I'm not sure if I told this, but he always wears a little leather cap. Yes, I remember the cap. You did. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So it's a little leather cap that he wears. So uh, Smegbrom comes over and gets a hold of Socrates. So he's holding him like, so he's got he's almost holding him like a football so he's got the wings (laughs) are pinned down right and this bird (laughs) is fighting back like he's like pecking at his hands and he's like get off me you weirdo (laughs) big giant (laughs) meatball whatever Uh, Smegbro manages to get the leather cap off of Socrates and he just kind of tosses it over his shoulder and he kind of rummages around in a pocket and he pulls out a leather cap that's almost exactly the same. The small difference is that it now has, like, a one metal spike on the top of it.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's the difference. Like, as a defensive thing or, like, as an antenna? <laughs> right. Like,
3: I mean, it could be a weapon. get HBO? Or? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> HBO Max, actually. <laughs> um, and he takes the cap and he jams it back onto Socrates' head. And uh, Socrates just goes, like, what are you doing this is the craziest thing. And uh, Smegburn walks back over to the Dragonborn, who's kind of looking at him disapprovingly. <laughs> Dragonborn, a few words. Like, he hasn't said a word to you guys yet. And he just kind of takes Socrates, and Smegbrum places him back on the Dragonborn's <laughs> shoulder, and good birdie. Good birdie. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, turns around and heads over to, like, where the tables of food are, and he just, like, grabs a plate. Like, nothing just happened. Kara's got, like, this blank face. <laughs> like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? So Darjan is uh, kind of... At a loss. As she has just witnessed the scene that she did. <laughs> and she seems to have lost all kind of train of thought of you guys. And um, somebody else comes over and taps her on the shoulder. And they they have like a heated whisper back and forth. And she's like, guys, I gotta go. I can't talk to you right now. And she turns and she leaves the room. And the dragonborn and so crates, you know, follow again. Just, just like a half a step behind her. Like he's not following her, but he's... He's the right hand. Trio. Kind of yeah. yeah. Like he's he's a Advisor, constant educators. by her side. Yeah. Okay. So there's a uh, Smeg Brum over piling just like all of the food you can think of. It's the dinner time um, setting, so there's like turkey legs and there are like the biggest potatoes that you've ever seen. Care goes to join. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yeah. I'm right behind. <laughs> nom, nom, still nom. dirty from our last expedition. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, like you're covered in lamia goo and <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so this is a perfect time actually to, to sit down and and have something to eat. As you're loading up your plates, you're kind of t- keeping track of, of people coming and going, and some people are familiar. Boz Key comes into the room and notices you guys in the buffet line, so he just mm. kind of Goes the opposite <laughs> direction. He <laughs> stiffens a little bit, yeah. and he uh, joins the line, and he starts, you know, slowly... Like he puts his plate down, adds a couple of things to it, picks it back up, moves it to the next spot, puts it down, puts a couple of things on it, picks it up, and then goes over to one of the tables. You you see Smegbrum is like, think of the fullest Thanksgiving dinner plate that you have ever seen. And this is the kind of meal that Smegbrum is about to sit down (laughs) to. (laughs) Um, So he takes his plate and as he turns around, his eyes land on Boski and he like stiffens. And he then he beelines it to Bosky, and Bosky looks up and sees him coming, and there's just this like uncomfortable, almost resignation <laughs> for what's about to happen. So you have noticed that with Bosky's mechanical arm, it doesn't have um, a lot of. Like finite movement, like he can't eat with it yet. Um, he doesn't seem to be able Sorry. to. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like it's it's there and it's, you know. No articulation. Yes, thank, you. Yes, thank like you. No
2: fine motor control or anything yeah. like that. Yeah.
3: So um, Bosky sets his plate down and then he walks around the table and sits down in the chair right beside Bosky on the right side. So he's like, and he is sitting, like, looking at the table, and then he turns, so he's facing Boski's arm, and he's looking at it, and, you know, the brow is furrowed, and he's obviously thinking very hard. And I think you guys are witnessing inspiration That's as, it's, I was just thinking. as yeah. it strikes with Spengbrum. I'm grabbing a table so
1: I have, like, a view of this, but I'm not at the same table, so I can watch it out of the
3: corner of my eye, whatever is happening. Yeah, so I Smegbrum, um, I don't want to say that he can be... Um, abrupt. I don't want to say that he can be, what's the other word? Um, Aggressive. I don't want to say that he can um, invade personal space exactly. How else would you define all this? But he kind of grabs a hold of Bosky's mechanical arm and just kind of pops it off his shoulder and sits it down on the table in front of him and pulls out this leather bound like roll and like just goes whoof, and it un- and unrolls. And it's like the finest, tiniest little tools that you've ever seen. Like it's little tiny cool. screwdrivers and little tiny hammers and almost like the kind of things that you would expect people who make clocks to work with, uh, like ju- those jeweler's tools. Yeah. Jeweler's mm-hmm. tools. So he, you know, unfurls this roll and he's got all of these, uh, tools. And he, uh, again is looking at the arm and he's concentrating very, very hard. And he, you know, grabs one of the screwdrivers and he starts just like tinkering and tinkering and tinkering. And, and Bosky's like, dude, I'm just trying to have some dinner. Like right now, might not be the best time and Smegrum goes inspiration you know the deal inspiration when the inspiration strikes you know that I must do I must create we've all seen that right so he goes back to to tinkering and, and Boski and him just kind of sit in a very uncomfortable um, silence as he <laughs> continues to work on Boski's arm and Boski continues to work on trying to eat his meal so after you guys um, are finished eating what do you want to do? The, the the evening is yours. As we say, yeah, go have a shower, mm-hmm. get cleaned up. Sure. Go to bed. Okay. <laughs> shower and bed. Perfect.
1: I won't go far as showering, but I'll probably like jump in. I don't know water source of some sort. Are you gonna have a bath? <laughs> Not even a bath. Like I don't. He doesn't really wash. <laughs> Are you going to go find a puddle? The nearest I puddle, I was going to say. Go yeah. dive in the river. Puddle puddle it. Maybe just go to jump the jump forest him. back from where I'm familiar with, go to my favorite <laughs> riverbed, you know, let myself
0: get rinsed off, mm-hmm. and that's it. Sure, okay. All right. I'll see if anyone wants to play some D&D. <laughs> <laughs> do they play D&D in these games? I don't know,
3: but I know for sure that they do play <laughs> dragon chess. I don't know. I assume yeah. that's just chess pieces with dragon bits.
0: That's, like, a comforting thing for me to play um, from my childhood. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wander around and see if anyone has... Set. Chest? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I get back
1: and start woodworking, check on toad.
3: Okay, sure. How is Toad? Toad's doing good. <laughs> he does have a name.
1: Let me remember what it is. He does have
3: a name now. What? Yep.
1: Armit. He's not very big. Mm-hmm. Like smaller than hand size, mm-hmm. palm size. Mm-hmm. Is
0: this your toad? Yep. Right. Pet toad. Mm-hmm. I'm not jealous. Backstory. <laughs> <laughs> I want I go looking for a pet. Mm-hmm. Get me one too while you're out there. <laughs> We're all waking up something. Aside from the stable,
3: there's not really... No barn cats kicking around. Yeah, there's no no barn cats or or anything like that. No rats. No, no. Aside from the the animals that are in the stable, there's not really a whole lot of animals here at the headquarters.
1: So I'm woodworking in my room. I let Armit out of his um, terrarium, Mm -hmm. which is like built into one of the walls. And uh, he's just hopping around on the bed and whatever. And... uh, you were the toad. <laughs> the toad. <laughs> um, well, I'm working. I'm working on sort of crude busts of people I met at Canticle Bay. So Rex. Okay. That other captain that we weren't very fond of. So the details on that one aren't very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, model of the ship, some of the buildings, just a sort of what's starting to be a mock. Canticle Do you have the Bay. Siren Queen? No, I haven't done anything with that. Okay, but so our, I'm sort of building like a miniature mock Canticle Bay.
0: That's cool. Mm-hmm.
1: As Kay. part of, still, it still lingers in him mm-hmm. that he was part of this, and he still doesn't quite believe, and he feels like he needs to do something, but he doesn't know what it is. So this is what he's doing instead. Okay, I still have no memory of it. <laughs> no clue. Oh, and occasionally he'll review have review that footage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ask, talking to Creola and asking, mm-hmm. to see it occasionally, and
0: I'm trying to. Um, What's the word like, like push all those feelings down? What's the word I'm looking Repress for? Repress them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm like trying to distract myself, and I come wander over. I'm like, what are you, what are you making? Those are really cool. Um,
1: can I roll to see if she can recognize them?
2: Sure.
0: And say oh how well, yeah. how well I like, crafted them, because.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, what would that be? Mm-hmm. What check would that be? Would I do that check? She
0: w- well, uh, it depends on She's trying to
1: figure it out if she... Reckon- like, like yeah. how well I made it, essentially.
0: Yeah. So I should do perception. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, I? that would be wood carvers, And I can't remember how to roll for that. It's one of the tools I have. How well you made them isn't necessarily how well she's going
2: to
0: perceive yeah. them.
1: Well, I think it would affect how well... if she'd recognize them or not. Mm-hmm depending on how well i made well, it. Well, if she's trying to repress them, she may not. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so i see them and
1: i'm j- i to me it looks like right now it's like probably well there's probably just a few buildings and some of the
0: have you made the turtle, the tortoise yet?
1: No, I, this is canticle bay
0: exclusively. Okay. Oh, i see. Not yeah. the actual like character, the town, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, so like you recognize y- it. Y- yeah,
1: you might recognize the ship maybe and maybe the building, the something barnacle, shriveled barnacle. You might uh, recognize that. Is that your hometown? <laughs> just no. what you're making. Like is that No. This was the
0: town that we destroyed. Oh. And then I wander off. <laughs> I don't want I want nothing. <laughs> okay. See you later. <laughs> Anyone wanna play dragon chess?
1: <laughs> I just nod as she walks away and continue working.
3: Yeah, so you guys just kinda like hanging out until bedtime? Are there other people around? I want
0: like, a companion. There's a library. Do we have a That we could just talk, can I go talk to? Um. Like Darjan's there. Who's, who's around us right now? Okay. So you're, are you still like in the, like the, the food common area place? Common area. Just trying to find the, have I found the dragon chest? Maybe like a
2: games room or something.
0: Or like a library. A some place to go, like to do relaxing yeah. stuff. Yeah. I don't want to really want to be alone. I kind of just want to like be around other people, rest, but distract myself. This sounds okay. a lot like something i personally would do <laughs> after i'm done working i go to bed cause it's late okay so you're looking for somebody to play dragon chess with right well, i'm looking for dragon chess and just somebody to
3: basically somebody to hang out with okay Okay, yeah. Okay, so you're you're kind of like just kind of meandering around the room, and in one part of the, because we haven't really explored the common area as much as we probably should have at this point. But yeah. um, there's a section that has like, um, like I, it's what I would imagine. Um, Gentlemen would have had in their smoking rooms. Like it's the high wingback chairs oh. that are made oh, out yes. of leather. And um, there's, uh, you know, the the leather couch with all of the, like the diamond um, ruching in it. Is that what mm. it's called? Anyway, I love it. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And there's, you know, the, the high tables, the round ones that you could set a drink on. And there's, um, you know, the long table in front that has at each end has a dragon chess board on each end and sitting in one of the chairs um, is a female elf she's quite built she has uh, cropped wavy brown hair she has uh, blue eyes and she's trying to whistle and she's just not doing a very good job at it it's like (whistles) (whistles) she's just not getting the hang of this whole whistling thing she is wearing um, traveling clothes, so it's, it's not the, the nicest clothes that you've had on, that, she's, that you've ever seen, but she is carrying herself as somebody of noble birth would. Like, she has great posture, and she's, aside from the whistling terrible part, seems to have that kind of noble air around her. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: uh, so I walk up to her, I'm like, hey, how's it going, I'm, I'm Meg. She goes, oh, hello.
3: I am Atlee. Hey,
0: Atlee. Um,
3: you're new, right?
0: Yeah, I got here like
3: how long ago, did we? five
0: days? Yeah, no,
3: you we went through a couple of months. Yeah, said, been here like, several oh, months. Right. Yeah, yeah, at this yeah point. I got here
0: a little while ago. Yeah. Got on a couple quests.
3: Yeah, I've seen you around. It's, you know, not too often that we get tieflings through here. So a, tief- a new tiefling is always of note. I mean, there's Criella, of course, but. Of course, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's
0: me, and I'm, like, super shy and kind of... And she gestures to the chessboard,
3: and she says, do you play? I do. I was actually looking for someone to play. Okay, I'm learning myself. Okay. So you guys sit down, and you yeah, have some, have some chat as you play, and you handily kick her ass at Dragon Chess. Okay. And she's like, um... I thought you were supposed to, you know, take it easy on people that you just met, or... (laughs) I've
0: played this for so long. This used to be my favorite game as a kid, so it it must have just all come back to me. I'm sorry.
3: (laughs) It used to be your favorite game. Why wouldn't it be your favorite game anymore?
0: I have complicated memories about it. Do you want to talk about your complicated memories? Maybe a little bit. I, uh... Yeah, I miss my home. I mm-hmm. don't have a family anymore. They um something really bad happened. They were all slaughtered, I guess you could say. Wow. Yeah. And then I'm like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> She's kind of the same. Yeah. She's like, Oh, oh, oh. Uh, you know, just to put it lightly. Yeah. And I'm trying to like Chandler it up like you know Jokey kind of yeah. you know as it Happens um but uh, Yeah I guess I really missed it I miss that Comfort
3: of home sure yeah, I think we all tend to miss comforts of home. Mm-hmm. To be honest, where do you hail from? Oh, somewhere that you've probably never heard of. It was a little tiny country, and um, you know, I I left um, when I was actually not much older than you, and I was happy to leave. My family is also complicated, but they are. Pardon this. Unfortunately, still alive.
0: <laughs> uh,
3: oh, oh my! <laughs> but Knight's Defiance found me, and things have been better ever since. How long have you been here? It's been about six years. Oh wow! I believe.
0: Have you uh, have you gone on many quests
3: Ooh. and jobs? Mm-hmm. I have. I've actually uh, managed to work very closely with Darshan and Creella. Okay, at this point. I'm
0: sure you heard about the, uh, my group and our you're last. Are you the Canticle Bay kids? Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I'm you like, asked. you know when you say, you're like, <laughs> <one of what? laughs> yes, I know our uh, reputation precedes us.
3: Well, um, it's not so much the, the reputation as um, the, hmm, how shall I put this, um, concern? Yeah, we're
0: also a little concerned. I'm trying to really distract myself right now. I I understand what happened. You're like fiddling with the chessboard pieces. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have no memory of it and I'm just I'm kind of preemptively telling you because I'm sure you've got these preconceived notions of of who we are.
3: Um, oh my dear, you couldn't be more wrong. at this point, who is anybody to judge anybody who comes to work for night's defiance? Well, sure, except that we apparently slaughtered a whole village and it's very,
0: very upsetting.
3: I mean, that is a bad day at the office, dear. It's terrible.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, has that happened to you? <laughs> has something like that happened
3: before? Is this? I mean, it's not. It's certainly not the normal kind of situation that we run into. Um, but from time to time, the creatures that we hunt do sometimes get the better of us. But Had you heard of Canticle Bay? Do you know anything about it and the, the sirens? I mean, I know a bit about sirens, um, but uh, is Canticle Bay specific? No, mm. I can't say that I do. I'm trying to gather. I mean, I... I heard it was pretty.
0: I don't even want to think about it now, but mm. I part of me really wants to know... Not really more of what happened, but how that happened to us. Sure.
3: I can tell you this about sirens. They can be very manipulative. I mean, you know how they work, right? Mm -hmm. They sing a song, it lures the men, and the men, they always die. Right. This is the thing about sirens. So what I find interesting is that you as females and your shorter male companion... Um, To have had you all under the influence of the siren, I mean, she must have been quite something. It's weird, right? Very powerful. I have very vague memories of her. I don't really want to think about it too much, but... This is something, though, that you will need to work through, or it will Mm -hmm. affect your work at some point down the line. I know. Mm -hmm. I will also tell you this, from me to you. Despite what the leadership here would have you believe not all of the monsters are necessarily bad okay so should you make a decision that you feel goes against what you've been told you may be wrong as far as the leadership here goes but you may be morally right that is my struggle well,
0: thank you hmm
3: Should we play another game of uh, Dragon's Chess, and I'll let you win this time? No, my dear, I'm afraid I must earn that win. However, my ego is quite bruised enough for this evening. (laughs) I think that I shall turn in. And with that, she stands up and she's quite tall. Like she's like six foot eight. And uh, like she's even more muscular and built than you initially thought that she was when you first approached her. And she like kind of unfolds herself from the chair as she stands up and turns to go.
0: It was, good, it was good to meet you.
3: Good to meet you, Meg.
0: I'm sure I'll see you around.
3: I should hope so. Anybody else have anything they want to do? I'm going to get a snack and then go
2: to bed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. What kind of snack?
2: I go wandering into the kitchen. Belgian chocolate-covered cookies? Mmm, that works, too. Mm, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go wandering into the kitchen see what I can find.
3: hmm So you get into the kitchen, and there's, like... It's like the the intersection of all of the meals. It's like there's some breakfast kind of stuff that's been set out, like there's some fruits and and, um, maybe some leftover waffles that are still kind of sitting out. Um, There's some soup that's still on the stove, just kind of simmering away. And then there's like all of the things that you would traditionally find for like a dinner meal. Like there's some meats and there's vegetables and and those kinds of things. There's cakes and there's donuts and there's little cupcakes and there's big muffins and okay.
2: There's also mead. I just something I can snack take to my room and snack on when I'm when I'm going.
3: Sure. So not like, too messy.
2: Don't want to leave a tra- trail of crumbs.
3: Like an apple and four cookies. Yeah, it works. <laughs> Okay, Uh, Elizabeth, you've been in bed already, right? Yes, I've already been in bed. Okay, I am comatose. Great description, great description. (laughs) (laughs) So we're gonna take an eight hour rest. So if you expended any uh, spells, which I don't think anybody did, if you took any damage or any of that stuff, you're all healed and everything is gravy. So you wake up the next morning and you are like refreshed the sleep that you have always wanted to have where you wake up in the morning and like you hear birds chirping outside. And instead of pulling the blankets back up over your head, you're like the bank, the blankets are thrown back and you jump out of bed and you're like, oh, it's a new day. So we're annoying, somewhat annoying, like that kind of person in the morning. That's how you all wake up little weird that you all wake up exactly the same level of excited and happy to face another day yeah how will you start the day Mm. breakfast okay a light breakfast for care
1: and he's going to hit up the training room he's going to practice his javelin sure the javelin like whenever he throws the javelin like Mm -hmm. he like there's a hesitation and hope. Throw it and Kay. go back and get the same one and walk back to the
3: start and same thing. Just repeat. Okay. Or, you know, you're you're doing your stuff and um, nobody seems to be around. Nobody seems to be bothering you in the room. You have it pretty much to yourself. Yeah. Just Kay. using. Yeah. Just practicing. And he's not
1: raging and he's just throw and very f- focused on what he's doing. Yeah. Okay. He'll do that for a little bit and then back to his room, depending on timing and sure. whatever. Yep. I'm going to go grab a bite to eat, mm-hmm.
0: then wander around and see what's going on. Okay. When I'm done eating, I'm going to go visit my battle ostrich.
3: <laughs> Can I come to? <laughs> Most certainly. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right. So you guys are going to make your way down to the stable, and you're going to run into the stable boy, the handsome elf.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I get
3: very right shy. Meg is like, oh my
0: god, oh my so god, so, oh my god,
3: I feel so embarrassed right now. <laughs> Polishing your horns, right? So handsome, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Polishing,
0: <laughs> fixing my hair. Yeah,
3: instead of like doing the the finger lick for the eyebrows, you like okay. do like the whole hand like <laughs> brush your horns. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> Gross. Yes, super gross. <laughs> 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 All right, mm-hmm. ostrich is happy to see you. Ostrich is happy to see me. Yeah, I'll ask cute Mister
0: Elf Stable Boy if he can help me saddle him up, and I'll take him out for a jaunt. Are you now? I'm going to take him, him out for a or the ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> excuse you <laughs> yes ma'am well timed
2: <laughs> very well timed nice one that's the last one i will ever do <laughs> no no do it all the time that's great mm-hmm.
0: oh my so which one is it <laughs> 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 yeah, the boy's mine <laughs> right. Excuse me What's that song from the 90s The boy is the mine, boy is mine? Yeah, Brandy yeah. and Monica Yeah Yeah Who Iconic Such a good song Did you just say who No No, I did Who Who <laughs> oh. We'll have to put that on later I mean licensing I guess we can't right now I, I mean You could sing it That boy is mine mm-hmm. That one no Yeah no nothing so now that we've said that boy is mine. Oh, yeah. So that boy's mine. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Except I'm way too awkward to do anything about it. I'm just like, like in The Bachelor where they're playing with their hair.
3: <laughs> but you're playing I with the like horn. this. I like this. That's a nice horse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're in the stable, right? <laughs> I like your horse. <laughs> you saddle it up for me? Is that how you polish a saddle? Can I brush your horse?
0: I'm creeped out right by myself.
3: <laughs> I don't like it. Oh no, if I don't know. Like if it. we let this go, this could get super creepy. I've had exactly the right amount Man, of wine for this to horse. get really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Horrifying. you really do need to grab life by the horns
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the face I'm making is like oh God
3: it's like, oh my god did I just say that <laughs> my character like
0: bright red she's just like hey she's like sweaty <laughs>
3: Right. And you uh, hear is this. Is he
0: even talking? Like, or am I just, like, throwing out these one-liners? And he's, like,
3: <laughs> looking at you, and he's like, y- yep, that's, <laughs> it's a stable, that's the uh, horses. What's
0: your name? Are you gone with your ostrich? Yeah. God. Oh, yeah, I'm outrunning the She's, She's been away for a while, and it's yeah. been taking some time for you to work up the courage. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> two hours. <laughs> right. I'm just, like, patting the horse's bum. <laughs> and realize, really? I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I go looking for somebody to see if they can, like, assist me with finding, like, getting uh, not a familiar, but, like, pe- like a pet. Okay. Like a companion, animal companion that can, you know, kind of like a familiar, but not quite know. a familiar. I do understand. I do understand. Because I was reading the Find Familiar spell, <laughs> and yep. I don't want it to, be, that's like a celestial type thing that appears for you. I don't want that. I want a real animal. Right.
3: Attractive Uh, stable boy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Probably close to your age, actually. The tiefling bride. Yeah. Instead of a farm boy. Whoa. Yeah!
2: Yeah! Right?
0: As you wish. As you wish. (laughs) He's like,
3: I'm sorry, what? (laughs) He has no time for me? Is he just like... No, no, he has time for you. You're just like kind of creeping him out a little bit. Okay.
0: So, yeah,
3: as as I'm... That's yeah. my intention. You're like awkwardly, out of game
0: is yeah. my intention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, you're yep. like awkwardly brushing yeah, yeah. The, the horse's bum, and he's yep. like, "Yep,
0: because I'm not even noticing. the horse
3: at this point is looking back like, at <laughs> you like, I'm like this, you're stupid. and then I'm like, <laughs> Jesus, no. the, and the horse I'm red. slightly I'm adjusts like, his butt so that he's a little closer <laughs> to the
2: <laughs> to you know, the tail, <laughs> the tail keeps coming he's over, like, swishing right? you with the tail, yeah, right.
3: the, the horse face. is just <laughs> not helping you at all. <laughs> Oddly enough, the horse is called Terror. Oh, nice! <laughs> so,
0: what's your horse's? Is- so, am I asking again what his name is?
3: Yeah, just give me a I to cook him. No, you gotta say no All yeah, right, sorry. I don't often have a second glass of wine, so hang on Here your socks, go. girls. Here we go. It's about to take off. Okay, Hagen, oh stable boy. Yeah. Hey, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> He's a dentist, right? <laughs> <He's> like, um. <laughs> he goes, "My name? Uh, my name is Hagen." Hey, <laughs> hi. My, my name's Meg,
0: and I don't even look at him. I'm like
3: looking past. <laughs> <laughs> he like, hey. He like takes like shuffle sideways, so he's back in your line of sight. And he's like, "It's nice to meet you." <laughs> What's, uh, what's your horse's name? This horse, oddly enough, who seems to have taken a liking to you, likes no one. And oh. um, his name is actually Terror. So that's interesting. Terror is the horse. And the horse
0: swats you with his tail again. Let me know. L- I mean, let him know that I'm sorry I patted his butt.
3: And he looks at the horse and the horse is looking back at you. And he's like, winks with one eye. And he's like, <laughs> um, I think he liked it. Oh my God,
0: I'm so embarrassed. I am like so embarrassed right now. Anyway, it was nice to meet you. <laughs>
3: you stunned. I just imagined I her like storming off. Right, yeah, like, like almost right on cue, there's like the horrifying noise that ostriches make. <laughs> As she comes like- Wait, what is, can we look it up? What, I don't know that oh noise. Oh my God, please do. Okay, okay, yeah. ostrich noise. Soundboard.
0: <laughs> Yeah. So, okay, so I hear that coming and I'm like, oh. and she
3: comes and she's like this is the first time that she has been on the back of her oh. battle ostrich. So she comes around the corner and she's like doing like a hanging like death grip on the reins and she's like bouncing like <laughs> on the back that of this So thing. embarrassed right, right. now with right. the whole thing. Yeah, like her hair is just like all over the place, wild and like yeah, yeah just she did not have a good the time. Red wings are
0: <laughs> <right>. Yeah. <laughs> Like she, without the boy being there, I'd be like, oh, that's funny. But I'm just like, like a typical teenager would be like,
3: oh, I don't know you.
0: I don't even, I can't. <laughs> anyway.
3: He, on the other hand, <coughs> thinks it is actually hysterical and he is oh. dying laughing. So
0: then I do a fake laugh because I'm like,
3: hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny, hey? Yeah. <laughs> so you, you pull in with your ostrich <laughs> signal, right? And uh, he goes, so how was the first trip out? I didn't fall off. <laughs> the hair's a mess.
0: Okay, okay.
3: <laughs> Are you sure you didn't fall off? Because you kind of look like you might have fallen off.
0: Yeah, no, I didn't fall off. Oh, uh, okay. I, I almost did, but I didn't fall off.
3: Okay. Okay. <laughs> And he looks at the ostrich, and the ostrich is kind of looking at him like,
2: Help me!
3: Please, help me! <laughs> so you get off the ostrich, and he like takes it by the reins and puts it back in the stall and takes the saddle off, and he's doing his stable boy duties now. Yeah. And I'm just eyeing him. You're like, Do you want me to get you some water? Can I help you? Is the ostrich? He's like, No, no. No, I've got it. Okay. I'm good. See you later.
0: And then I just take off. I'm done. I'm so embarrassed. Yep. yep. Okay, so Erin's
3: going to follow you out of there. I've just decided that for her, because she's still yeah. looking up ostrich noises. Sorry. Sorry. Do your thing. Okay, so Cynthia, in this time, you have been trying to find somebody to help you find a familiar? To somebody to, like, help me find an animal companion.
2: To not the find familiar spell, because I don't want a celestial-type thingy that just appears and disappears i want something that's going to be with me right you don't
3: have a whole lot of success in finding somebody to help you find one there at the headquarters they really talk about how there aren't really uh, many domesticated animals around like uh, socrates seems to be as close as that anybody has come to having any kind of domesticated animal here at the headquarters Hmm. okay I'll have to go looking elsewhere. So, um, you all are making your way back through the, the common area. And uh, as you make your way in, you see the um, quick, which you now understand is the quick emergency footsteps of Criella and her three, we're going to just call them disciples because that's the only word that sticks in my head, um, as they come kind of quick stepping their way because they don't run wizards don't run um and she makes her way into it and she's frantically you know searching through everybody and her eyes fall on the group of you the four of you and she's like okay thank god are you guys ready like are you you've had your breakfast and you're are you ready to go um could you go somewhere right now for for us like are you are you like your day is started are you ready ready. you're ready to you could go somewhere Eaten. I've eaten, I've, I've I've eaten. eaten. Or, or I grabbed something. Sale. <laughs> sure. Okay. Do I need a sweater? I go get cleaned up after my ostrich adventure. Yeah. You do kind of smell. So she's okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you should probably grab a sweater because it is late fall at this point. So okay. anywhere you go is going to be quite cold. Okay. Uh, so sweaters or jackets or something would be a very good idea. Okay. Sure. As you make your way back, uh, Criella explains the following. She says, okay, there's been a murder and we need you guys to go and investigate. In fact, you've kind of been requested to go and look into this particular murder. She explains the person that you need to talk to um, is Deputy Lyra Nolan. And uh, you're gonna be going to the house of Lord Luca von Helter. So it's the Helter Manor that you're going to be going to. And um, from what we understand uh, with what has happened is there's a young um, couple who was murdered on the night of their wedding. So they got married and they were swiftly murdered at the house or manor once they got married Uh, we're not really sure what or who killed them and that's going to be up to you guys to kind of figure out we don't know if it's something mystical or otherworldly or if it's something a little less extraordinary we'll say She also goes on to say that the the manor has a bit of a history, actually, of this kind of thing happening. And there have been a couple of, um, in particular, women who have been killed in this manor in a very similar way um, to how this couple has been found. The investigation has just started, and I recommend that you, if you are ready, go, like, as soon as possible.
1: Okay, I'm ready. Let's mm-hmm. do it up. Grab my stuff and yeah, grab <laughs> my ready. stuff
3: and go. Okay. Yeah. You guys have seen it a thousand times at this point and you're almost like looking at a watch like come on you guys. So they, they get their the four wizards all side by side and they're all drawing their runes. Mm-hmm. The door appears in the wall and again the door is you know a little bit better than the door that you saw last time. It seems a little bit more well constructed as you guys go through it and as you go through you almost run actually right in to the deputy that you were supposed to go and meet. You almost kind of plow right into her as you go through the door. She's like, whoa! (laughs) Um, I take it you are here from Night's Defiance.
1: Yes. 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 Here to assist.
3: Okay, good. Because um, we really need somebody who has um, an objective point of view. We're all quite close in this village. It's very small it's very important to us that we have somebody who is objective to be able to look into this one she goes on to explain that the kind of the same stuff she's reiterating that curiella told you that uh this seems to be a thing that has happened a few times um and each of the murders has happened in exactly the same way not so much as how you see the bodies right now so much as the like forensic evidence in terms of like the wounds and and stuff like that that are on the bodies
0: same place has it happened in the same place? Yes,
3: no. yeah. The The bodies are over here. Unfortunately, I can't stay. We don't have anybody coming to really, um, you know, take the scene and, get, and move the bodies and things like that. We're not gonna be ready to do that until the morning. So you basically have the night to yeah. do your full investigation. We are stepping away for the evening and we trust that you aren't going to meddle with the evidence or anything like that. And we also trust that you will be disclosing everything that that you find in all of your conclusions that you come to as part of your investigation.
1: So yeah. the previous bodies were found in the same room?
3: They were found in the same area, yes, and in the same condition, which is very odd. We, f- we think it's very odd.
0: That is pretty weird.
2: Mm-hmm. Over what time? What kind of a timeline? Well,
0: it's, these bodies it's, like, it's happened... It like
3: every ten years? Yeah, or it's, or? it's not quite as regular as that, and not every couple who comes to Helter Manor is murdered. It just seems to be specific... Is it always in the same room? Um, no, but it's always the same method, it seems. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Has method been determined previously from the... No, no. We haven't quite managed to figure that out yet. So it's
0: not a magical, like, it's... Are there... That's what we're trying to determine, I know. Right,
2: yeah. Is there any information about the previous murders? that we can
3: um i can i can bring some back to you in the morning but uh right now um, i don't have that kind of information at hand
0: are we staying here for the night Uh,
3: probably probably (laughs) probably working through it yeah you're probably working through the evening okay so there are a few officers who are kind of um officers is that what i said I, I felt like that was what i said but nobody officers. reacted so i was like okay i'm just going to keep rolling i it i did thanks <laughs> cynthia you're no the problem. greatest okay a <laughs> few officers are left they're more standing guard than they are at actively investigating the scene at this point and um To describe the area a little bit with your passive perception scores, I can tell you these things that you immediately see as you arrive on the scene. Um, One is that it looks like the couple was pushed off of a balcony. Okay, sucks for them. So you're actually standing outside of the um, manor, and you're on the ground looking back up at a balcony, okay? okay? You're not really able to get a super clear view of the balcony from your position on the ground, but I would like you to roll for investigation, please. 13. 17. Okay. 11. 9. We have Meg and Care, who can tell that both bodies appear to have fallen from the balcony. The man appears to have broken his neck and died on impact. However, you get a closer look at the woman. She also um, has been like fallen from the balcony, but she has um, a uh, wound over her heart, almost as though somebody pierced her chest. You can see that it happened before she passed because um, there is some blood on the outside of the wound and it was actually had seeped through um, her clothing a little bit. So does her wound
2: look like it was... Stabby stabby, or an arrow that's been removed. Medicine check,
1: please. Positions of the bodies: Did they fall together? Five.
3: <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, honey. Um, it looks as though they would have been. They may. Well, it's hard to say like for sure. Was but he, they, he holding on or her? Her. Yeah. No. They. They. They are not like on top of each other or, or have anything the like that. Bodies been moved? No, they have not been okay. moved. No.
2: How far away from the? I guess the wall. Because you said it thro- looks like they came off the balcony. Yep. Does it look like... Home? Does it look like an immediate drop? Does it look like shoved and far
3: away
0: or a jump off? Like uh, How it's far hard away to say, are they? It's
3: hard to say from this vantage point.
0: Any... Mm,
3: yeah. yeah, I suppose. Any
0: other Any wounds, th- like signs su- of struggle? Um,
3: give me a medicine check. Seven. Seven. Oh, dear. I know. Any injuries <laughs> to the legs? Uh, medicine Seven. check.
0: <laughs> Come on, you. I it a little...
1: <laughs>
3: What was that? That's better. 13? I made, she made an
1: origami little bowl <laughs> over her popcorn. Out of a napkin. So
3: 13. Great. 13. Okay, now we're talking. Um, the 13 roll tells you that the wound is, is a stabby, stabby wound. It's a clean cut, and there's only one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't look like they braced themselves for impact. They didn't land on their feet. And the puncture heart looks like it or the puncture heart the puncture wound looks like it went through her heart it's not a very big wound it's only like three quarters of an inch in diameter okay,
2: okay so it could have been something like a rapier something that's that mm-hmm. small yep okay
3: is there any other guards with us at the moment or is it just us there's just the police that are standing guard they're not really um, they be here for the whole night they should be yes the I asked one of them to,
1: if they'll be watching the bodies.
3: Yeah, we're going to be here uh, for the evening. Like, we're here to make sure that the, uh, that nobody interferes with the investigation.
0: Do the police have um, spells? Like, could they be an easy target for anybody coming in here? Or are they
3: like... I mean, they're the police. So human? They should be okay. How high up is the balcony? Uh, high enough that if you landed wrong, you would die. 11. 11 there's not really much else around
0: there's just the bodies can i ask if anyone knows if they had any enemies like what's their
3: back what's the couple's backstory uh they're newlyweds that's really as much as we've been able to tell so far human that they were newlyweds um they are humanoid and no no leg injuries no
0: leg injuries so it's like, does it look
3: like a crime of passion? Like Make a perception check for me. Yeah. 16. 16. Okay. So you are kind of walking around there and you're, you know, having a look in, I don't know, the bushes. You're trying to see if you can see like a stabby stabby kind of thing. Um, you're looking for anything that would give you any kind of clues. And as you're doing this, you're kind of very much in tune with what the police officers are saying and where they are and and like what they're talking about because you're trying to get more of this background information, right? And you know that uh, they seem to be talking an awful lot about the Red Lady and they're talking about how a few of the officers believe that the Red Lady is the culprit and others seem to doubt the existence of the Red Lady. Like they seem to be, you know, disagreeing on whether or not the Red Lady is even real. Any chance she's a siren? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Um, does does Carrie hear this too? Make a history check for me. Care. <laughs> Natural one. Oh. Dice oh. oh. jail. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, Just lock that one in the tower. Um you you do overhear it but you're not really paying much a whole lot of attention i'm still to looking you. on the ground yeah you're definitely <laughs> more more interested in the ground for i'm gonna drills. go talk to yeah. the red or the red lady
0: i'm gonna have to go find the red lady <laughs> i'm gonna talk to the police about because okay. i'll just let them know hey I couldn't help but overhear um you guys talking about a red lady do sure you care to share any more information give me a history check
3: 14 minus 1 13. okay um, the officers say um, that the red lady is kind of uh, kind of like the boogeyman it's kind of a story that we tell children to kind of make sure that they behave and you know the the red lady the legend of the red lady is very much tied to the halter manor so
0: it's sort of like a like an urban myth or not necessarily true is right. anyone actually like it has an adult scene there's, r- there's
3: rumors, but, you know, um, it's hard to say for sure with these kinds of things. The previous know. murders,
2: uh huh, were they couples? Were they just random people, singles? Usually couples. Usually couples. Has anybody been up in the room?
3: Um, at this point, uh, we walked into the room, but we haven't done our investigation. <gasps> Excuse me. Oof. We haven't. Our investigation hasn't taken us upstairs yet. I think we should do that.
2: Yeah. Can I go up there and take a look around? Sure. Yeah. The okay. the house
1: is open to you. On Our way up. I'm going up. I'm yep. asking the young couple's relation to the owners of the manor. Okay. Are they relations or are they guests?
3: Um, they are guests of the manor.
1: So no relation to anyone?
3: No relation. Yeah. yeah no. Um, Elizabeth, yep. I would like you to give me a history check, please. As I'm walking, I'm looking for blood. 12.
0: Well, God damn it. Can I just share that I almost ate a dice instead of a
2: popcorn?
0: I was like, I did this. I was like, oh shit, that would be awful. I'd be like an elf Talking about crunching. Oh. Right? I'd be like an elf when he eats the,
3: the little cotton balls. I'm sorry, but that would have been amazing. Well, you'd have to do CPR or the Heimlich. I'm sure you'd stop yeah. at the crunch. I'm sure chop would yeah. come down and lick your face. No, truly. And then eat it. <laughs> truly. Okay, um, Janet...
1: Oh, here it is. Yep. Can you ask
3: Siri to set a 30 minute time, timer? Or somebody? I can ask Google. Yeah, ask yep. Google to set a 30 minute timer. Okay, Google. Stupid. <laughs> uh, oh. Hello,
2: you just turned on mine. Set a 30 minute
0: timer. Everybody else. Is- <laughs> okay. Yeah.
2: And it's tel- asking, set a timer? Yes, for 30 minutes,
3: please.
0: <laughs> I think mine did.
3: 30 minutes. Perfect. Okay. So there are a couple of things as well that uh, we need to to tell you guys about. Um, The outside of the house is decorated with roses. They kind of go all the way around the perimeter of the house. So there's like, it's kind of, it's early evening. So it's that weird time of night where like it's kind of it's really hard to see because it's not quite light but it's not quite dark so your eyes can't really adapt. yeah dusk sure Um, so the rose bushes give you like these pops of red right Mm. yeah so it's it's actually very pretty twilight yeah and the, the cops give you like this constant um, like murmuring, kind of background noise, as you're doing your investigation, and um, the two bodies at this point are being covered in black sheets, just for the dignity of the dead. Mm. Okay, I were like they that. dressed? Yes, yeah, okay. they were dressed in wedding regalia. Okay. Yeah.
0: We should let them know not to take the bodies away just in, in case we need to do something.
3: Yeah, there wasn't any intention to take them until the morning, so. Uh-huh. Is there a
0: check? Is it Arcana or something to see if
3: magic was used on them? Um, you could do a, yeah, I mean, you could do an Arcana check, I suppose. Okay, I'm going to do one, guys. Ooh, 18. 18? Doesn't seem like magic was involved.
1: Oh. Watching for blood as we head to the room. <sighs> mm-hmm. Are
2: they on their backs or on their fronts? One is on the back. The woman is on her back and the the man is on his front. Before I head upstairs, mm-hmm. I look at his the skin what color is he first? Like what's his natural
3: color? He's dead colored. I mean, like, is he, does he have, like, gray. black skin, gray skin, <laughs> purple skin? Well, at this point, his his, like, his skin is kind of a, a modded, mat, modded, modded? Modeled? Mod- modeled. Thank you. Um, color, but uh, he was most likely light-skinned. Okay, yes. so I'm looking at his back Yep, for any bruising. Well, he's clothed.
2: Well, I want to look under
3: his clothing. Okay, so you're going to pull up the investigation yeah. check for me, please. Actually, that would be a medicine check. 18. No bruising. Even from falling, hey. Even from falling. So it's possible well that he, no, landed he landed on, on his, on his front.
2: front. He won't land. Yeah. It won't have. But oh, what right. I was, what I was looking for was point of impact on his back.
1: Right. If somebody to see if he shoved had
2: been him. pulled
3: over. If somebody mm. had shoved him. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no marks. Okay.
2: Yeah. All right, I head upstairs and looking around as I go to see if there's anything that looks like it shouldn't be there sure sure
3: sure okay so you go to the main door of the house and as you get to the main door you are met by the butler his name is isaac whitley and uh, he greets you and and shows you inside and um that he brings you to a room where you meet lord luca von helter And the introduction of Lord Helter seems like the right spot to take a break for this week. What will happen when our intrepid adventurers meet the rest of the staff at the Helter Mansion? Hmm, what could possibly go wrong there? What will they find in the wine cellar? What about the library? Ooh, the guest bedroom. Was our newly married couple up to something? Were they up to no good? We'll find out next week. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us for Wizards & Wine. If you would like to be the voice of an NPC to deliver our uh, mission assignments to our adventurers, please let us know. Just drop us a line on social media. Of course, Twitter, Instagram, at Wizards & Wine. You can find us on Facebook as well. Uh, You can also drop us a line now on our YouTube channel. And, of course, email wizardsandwine at gmail.com. Will our inveterate inebriates manage to stagger to a victory over the adversity that hampers their imbibing? Or will their hangovers hamper their hearty adventures? Will they ever garner enough coin to clear their bar tab? Tune in next week for more antics of Vim and Vino. Don't miss out on more Wizards and Wine.